1: Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is broadcaster and DJ Rowena Alice. Hello.
0: Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm looking forward to a good rant today. Yes.
1: Okay. You know, I appreciate you coming in. Um, So uh, let's dive in. Who's going to be your first person?
0: Um, I have chosen Matt Healy from the 1975. Wow,
1: Matt Healy. I know.
0: um, Right, where to start with him? Um, I feel that he epitomises everything that's wrong with current indie music.
1: Okay. Which sounds really harsh. That's big.
0: He's someone that came into the industry through nepotism. And I'm just getting so sick and tired of that because obviously his dad's the actor, Tim Healy, and his mum's an actress, uh, Denise Wells. She's also on, I think, Loose Women or one of those rubbishy morning talk shows. And when the more you read into him and the more... does interviews the more you just want to smack him in the face
1: okay
0: it's like why why are you like this and i think it's because he's just had everything handed to him on a plate but he likes to play up the tortured artist Mm. and he said about how oh no one was signing us it was really difficult as they were rehearsing in their huge house and so they started up their own record label. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, because you have the money to do that. Yeah, for sure. And that's why they got the backing that they did and they were able to get their music out there. You know, you don't see that with sort of working class indie rock kids. And why is it now that we're at a place again where the arts seem to be only accessible mm. for people who've got money behind them? And yeah. that really annoys me. So I, that's my first issue with him.
1: First issue, okay. First issue.
0: Secondly, I can just imagine being marooned on this island and he'll just be talking crap (laughs) the whole time. (laughs) Because this is someone who said that he wouldn't want to be Taylor Swift's boyfriend because it's demasculating. So he didn't even get the word right in the first place. (sighs) for someone who thinks he's really poetic and his band's named after the back page of a Jack Kerouac novel. Okay. You know. So, (laughs) as you can tell, he really bugs me. Yeah,
1: I can tell, yeah.
0: And also, I just don't think his music's any good. Okay. I don't enjoy it. And for me as an indie rock DJ, that's tough because a lot of people who are coming through the scene now don't necessarily think of all the 2000s music and Arctic Monkeys and Mystery Jets and all those people that were coming through at that time. They think 1975. So it's really difficult. I'm so torn because it's like <laughs> I want to do a good set and I want people to enjoy it, but his music makes my skin crawl. Mm. I think because clearly his voice isn't very good because they have to use auto-tune All the time. And Mm. I find that really
1: annoying. Do they use a lot of auto tune? Yeah. I don't pay enough attention, I think, probably. But I.
0: One of their most listened to tracks on Spotify is like they've amped it up so much because it's clearly what they assume is popular at the moment. Right. So people say, oh, they're really eclectic and they do this. It's like, no, I just don't think they can find their feet as songwriters. I don't mm. think they can find their own sound. Right. So I can just tell if I was stuck on a desert island, I'd just be looking at him with his big mop of hair and he'd just be moaning and amping up this whole, like I said, tortured rock star and which we need to get rid of. We need to get rid of this image in rock and roll that it's all about glamorising, being quite drug-addled. Mm-hmm. And I know he's had a stint in rehab, but again, this shows his privilege with the fact it was in Barbados, running with horses. Was it?
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I'm like, no thanks, dude. Even your rehab stories and interviews are so pretentious. Mm. It's like... I couldn't bear it. I think he'd just be so woe as me on a desert island, it'd be completely hopeless. Oh,
1: it's frustrating. Yeah. What I want to know is, do you have you played them when you've DJed? No. Oh, good. i okay. my guns. That's great. I have.
0: There are certain bands where I don't really like them, but I can appreciate that others do. Within 1975, I'm like, why? Why are they a thing? Mm, and definitely. you just know it's because they've got the power and money and backing and he likes to say ridiculous things that he thinks is amazing, and it's not.
1: Oh, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, he, uh, yeah, he definitely epitomises a sort of a type of uh, musician that we are starting to see a lot more. You're spot on with that. Um, I was at a festival... I think it was last year and they were playing and loads of people were going to see them and everyone was like, oh, are you are going to go see the 1975? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I have no idea what I did otherwise, but it was like...
0: Anything else. It was just,
1: it just yeah, I, I just couldn't go near it. Um, the lyrics make my skin crawl. Whenever I hear... Um, oh, God, what was it called? I think it's called Chocolate or oh, yeah, one of that's those. that's a popular that's one. That's a big one, yeah. So... Um, I've worked at a radio station that uh, plays that song quite often. And when I, when it comes on, I just think, you sound so ridiculous. Like, yeah. the affected voice and, like, the, I don't know. Just, it's
0: not organic. It, at it all. It feels so forced. Yeah. And it's just, it's practically like they're a manufactured pop band without the good hits.
1: Mm, okay. That's good. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: So,
1: and everything, like, they've got this whole... Um, Image, like the whole Instagram and all this stuff is it's all really considered. it's all yeah. really like very particular and contrived. and like, how can you make out that there's any rawness about that if it's all really very carefully considered?
0: exactly. So he's throwing himself into trying to seem like this when he's just not at all. and I think I really hope that other people see it. you clearly do, which is a real <laughs> relief. That yeah. He's just a massive dick. But unfortunately, they've just got such a huge following. I don't know if people are getting it. He's still getting these huge interviews in Guardian, independent, top newspapers. And his most recent one was talking about um, the stuff that's going into his new music with his struggles. Mm. It's like, Mm. oh, we talk about um, uh, STDs and stuff. I'm like, oh, dude. (laughs) It's like, even if it is a little bit, just rein it in. I don't want to know. I don't want to know about that. I'm hoping there's going to be a bit more of a resurgence of the real guitar, bass, drums, led music instead of just having five people prancing around on stage pretending they're rock and roll when they're not in their stomach. And I think they know it. And that's why it doesn't come across as a performance. When you're having to use so much with backing tracks or auto-tune you're mm. not going to be putting on a crack in live performance and then you go to say south london you brixton where there's this real burgeoning scene of punk and rock and rawness and it's absolutely wonderful all these like kick-ass women in bands mm. that literally there's just three of them smashing stuff out on their instruments i'm like this is what we need on the big stages again this is why festivals are starting to fall into this trap of just seeming like they're insta-friendly you know it's like the insta festivals now even reading and leeds that are huge and meant to be like pure rock festivals and it's not really going that way anymore and i'm into a wide variety of music i i really am like i love all sort of everything from a good pop track to disco to you know i was obsessed with that childish gambino track as well this is america but then you can tell stuff has gone into it. Mm. You know, if it's a decent song and someone's worn their heart on their sleeve, truly, you can pick that up. And I just don't feel you do in 1975. And I just, I don't want him on an island with me because I'd end up going mad before I died of starvation.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, dare I ask, is there any more about Matt Healy before we leave him on the island?
0: No, I don't think so. Okay.
1: All right, so Matt Healy goes on. And who's going to be your second choice?
0: Second choice is Dom Jolly.
1: Dom Jolly. I haven't (laughs) heard from Dom Jolly in so long. What's happened? Apparently
0: he's back doing Trigger Happy TV on YouTube to try and get rid of the YouTube generation that's around, which I kind of appreciate. And I did go through a phase where I liked him a little bit because he did an investigation into North Korea and it was quite fascinating when he wrote a book about travelling there and the risks that he took. But then I got into a Twitter spat with him. Did you? Yeah, a few years back when I was at university. And um, we were talking about uh, freedom of speech, which now has actually become more of a prevalent issue than it was a few years ago. Mm. And this woman said this absolutely bizarre comment on um again it feels really relevant now but it was i think it was something to do with sexual assault and she tried to give another side from it talking about um how women could be involved right no. so we all got involved saying i think a lot of us i think it was quite a blanket thing across the internet we were saying this this is really not good it seems like it's victim blaming and he came along and started saying, oh, all these people who are attacking her and know better than the people who do these bad things. Ah. So we got involved in a conversation, my partner and I and a couple of people from university, sort of, they all started joining in. And I just said to him about the fact that with freedom of speech, obviously, we have a right as well to then discuss what they've had and there's a real problem with this that it feels like one person can have their opinion which is a really dodgy one and they say freedom of speech mm. but then you're not allowed to come in and give a counter argument by saying okay yeah it's freedom of speech people like her or katie hopkins or trump says this rubbish mm. but then we're allowed our sort of freedom to counteract
1: yeah
0: and um he just tweeted me and said grow up <gasps>
1: wow yeah just out of the blue
0: out of the blue
1: has he had he been part of this conversation beforehand
0: uh he was involved a little bit in it but he just, just suddenly grow up yeah just capital letters grow up
1: and then me. what what happened
0: well obviously a lot of people got quite defensive of me saying mm. this is really unfair because it was a civilized conversation and we were having fair points on each side and he just suddenly like piled in and started attacking me, which was really random. And then I think he possibly deleted his tweets or blocked me. I can't remember. But I'm starting to see now, because he went on to I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, didn't he? So you'd think, oh, maybe he'd be good in a desert island. But, unfortunately, he was accused massively of being a bully. And I just know that if we're stranded somewhere, he'd just... Probably tell me to grow up and be
1: dick to me. So I
0: don't like him. And (laughs) thinking back, I don't think I really found his original comedy funny. I think the big phone was funny for a while. It's like, hello, okay, how many times can you keep Mm. rolling out that gag and milking the cash cow with that one? joke it's like oh it's so tiresome now
1: that was hammered home wasn't it oh yes. unbelievable
0: and then it was all across adverts as well which i think he might have been involved in for Carphone warehouse or something he's mm. like all right so so much uh, yeah but i'm not the only one he gets into twitter fights with he's been saying some really odd stuff to people who are supposedly fans it's like why are you pushing these people like this
1: like what kind of stuff
0: I don't know. He got in a fight with someone the other day because obviously I think he blocked me, so I was having to but, find out through okay. someone else. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's just been a total burke. What? Yeah, he just sort of, I think he likes to aggravate people and play devil's advocate. At first I thought it was a satirical thing that he used to do that, sort of put on a bit of a performance as this grumpy old mm. person who's okay. trying to disagree. But I don't think he is. I think that's just him. Oh. Yeah, he's not great.
1: That's not good.
0: No.
1: Grow up. That's just so poor, isn't it? Capital
0: letters. I was like, oh no. But it just
1: goes to say he should grow up. That's ridiculous. Like, what? (laughs) No counter argument, just grow up.
0: Exactly. And that obviously shows that someone doesn't have a foot to stand on do they really
1: <gasps> okay Dom Jolly yeah wow personal like it's personal with Dom Jolly
0: personal so I want to see him stranded somewhere and then I'll push him off in a rowboat
1: okay <laughs> with no oars <awls>. um, <laughs> anything else on Dom Jolly
0: oh just his, he looks smug
1: He looks smug.
0: He looks smug now. (laughs) It just annoys
1: me. Does he look more smug now than ever before? Yes. Yeah.
0: I think he's getting more smug with age. You know how they say that people become slightly more conservative with age? I think that's happening to him.
1: Okay, Dom Jolly. Dom Jolly goes on. Uh, And who's going to be the third choice?
0: Gemma Collins.
1: Gemma Collins. Wow, Gemma Collins.
0: (laughs) Um, This one is just because I don't, get it. Right. I don't get why people love her so much. Okay. I hate reality TV shows. They're all slightly scripted anyway. That's why they call them, um, Oh, what is it, like docu-reality now? They've yeah. got a name to try and get around it. So why not just watch something that's properly scripted with good actors mm-hmm. and you can watch that instead? Yes. But there's something about her where she's just so fake... And I think she amps up this idea of being stupid and she tries to make out as if that's a great thing to be. It's great to not know about stuff and say really bizarre things, but I think at the moment we're in a time of anti-intellectualism and it's Ah, very dangerous. I feel that anyone who has done work of merit or they've really worked hard on something, they're not being valued. And I think it's the Mm. same in politics, Mm. as well as culture. I think so many people who are experts are just being poo-pooed or put to one side, or they just scream fake news at them when everyone's off being distracted by people like Gemma Collins and what she's doing. And I just don't like her. I find her voice is really grating. The fact that she obviously... X that on as well to Mm. be like, "Ah, I can't even do it. I can't even do it. I went to go and do an impression, but I just thought it's best not to. Mm. And um, my mum does a great impression of her, but my mum's slightly brummy, so it comes out in this really bizarre mishmash of an accent. (laughs) But also things that I love, like Orange is the New Black on Netflix, and then she was put on... ...as the reason to sell it. Oh. Why? Why are you tainting so many good things by just being there... ...and overly playing this ditzy role? Mm. It's like, it's getting so difficult for women again now... ...to really play up being a bimbo... Is really troubling to me.
1: Okay. It's it's, it's really uh, damaging.
0: Yeah. And I feel she was on a desert island. She'd just worry that she's going fra- like to break her fake nails and
1: right, be yeah.
0: crying because she can't do her fake tan. And okay, I think she yeah. was on I'm a Celebrity as well.
1: I think she was. I think she left early. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah. That's a good sign, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? I
1: think she did. <laughs> See, I think she might have been on that. She might have been in Big Brother as well. So all of those things, right?
0: But that's the thing. She's seen as, what is it? A, Personality.
1: Mm. What even is that?
0: I don't know. And she doesn't seem to have much of a personality. So why are we bandying this term around? Yeah. Of like, oh, TV personality, Instagram personality, public figure. Do something. Do something you're passionate about and it's great and you enjoy. And you know a lot about instead of just being seen taking having pictures taken of you whilst you're walking down the street in something ridiculous that i don't think you actually like to wear but you've been paid to do it
1: right got you yes okay okay do you think that these reality tv shows are sort of the one of the main catalysts then for this sort of dumbing down that we're experiencing
0: absolutely i think even whether it's made in chelsea or TOWIE or even some of the sort of X Factor stuff where we just parade people out and have people take the mickey out of them when Mm. actually there are so many rounds beforehand just to even get anywhere near it. That's because I know someone who went for it. She had to speak to about four different people before they even start getting anywhere near the main judges. So when they let people who are rubbish through, they're doing it purely for entertainment value. And it's that's evil. really concerning. Isn't
1: it? Yeah, because you're just basically just hanging people. You yeah. know, you're just like putting them up there so that they, rotten vegetables yeah. can be thrown at them. It's so, it's so medieval. It's it ridiculous. is. It's going
0: back to that whole idea of having jesters, which is just so wrong. Exactly. Why are we doing this? Why are we having people there that we can laugh at? Maybe it's because people want to feel better about their own lives, but that just feels really selfish Mm. to me. Go and watch something that's a bit crappy good, you know what I mean? Like, my mum watches the soaps because she likes to switch off, you know. She knows there's nothing particularly intelligent or brainy behind it, Mm. but she just enjoys something a bit...
1: I think they're harmless, though. Yeah,
0: exactly. Whereas this, it's like people are hoping that they're going to get their big break. It's this... Desire to be famous now and this need to be a it's not even famous it's a need to be a celebrity yes and again we've got people like the Kardashians and mm. that crew to thank for that
1: it's, it is such a shame that you'd let someone um, sort of believe that they were good uh, and let them get through so many rounds mm. like you said it, it takes a long time to get to that stage right yeah um, and maybe even these people, I'm not, I don't want to assume, but like let's say maybe they're even fast-tracked straight through because mm. they're like, OK, you're going to be comedy for people. It's so sad and damaging to people, I think, it to is. do that. Imagine what that does to them emotionally. It's ridiculous.
0: And that's what we're seeing with things like Love Island, which unfortunately, now we've had the new series, we've had that really sad story of the woman who killed herself. Mm. And it's because... Unfortunately, they have this huge 15 minutes of fame and then it's just gone because they're moving on to the next person. And Gemma Collins and those people, they're the odd ones that managed to survive it. But the fact that we're trying to groom younger audiences to be wanting to go for this and Mm. be so superficial and Mm. have nothing of merit apart from trying to look good or playing up that you're ditzy and it's... Yeah, it's really sad and I think she's part of the problem.
1: Okay, Demi Collins as sort of the uh representative for I was this culture.
0: Also there when I saw her fall down. <gasps> you <laughs> the did? Teen awards.
1: did you were there? Yeah, I was working there. Wow, what was that like? Amazing. <laughs> was it was.
0: <laughs> Not that I'm wishing anyone to hurt themselves, but um I had seen her backstage being quite a diva.
1: Oh, interesting. And
0: she'd gone through all the safety um, requirements, knowing it's there, and then she suddenly sells a story to the son that she's going to sue the BBC because she fell down. And you're like oh, come on, woman, you don't have a leg to stand on, but all you've done is you've now just tried to give all these right-wing papers a chance to just slag off another sort of British institution. Mm, oh, no. Okay. Oh, what dear.
1: Okay, Gemma Collins, right? <laughs> Gemma Collins. Rowena, now mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad?
0: Uh, So the first one I'll go for is what's-its. (laughs) What's-its? And part of the reason is because I'm allergic to them. Okay. Which we found out when I was a child that I'm allergic to certain... E-numbers that do the orange food colouring. So obviously I ate them as a kid. Oh my God. And I just completely flared up. So it would just be so painful being sat on an island, seeing something that we could eat, but I couldn't eat.
1: Oh my God.
0: So I thought... Yeah, that's one of the really annoying snacks for me. And also, really, there's no substance to them. They're smelly, and anyone who eats them starts looking like they've got Trump hands.
1: You do, yeah, they do go a bit orangey. Okay. Um, Do you remember what? What's this taste like?
0: No. It must have been been that long long ago. Um, And I avoid other cheesy or really brightly orange coloured snacks. If they've been coloured with paprika. I can Mm. get it out in the end. Mm. Um, And it's natural colourings and it's fine. But if it's the fake... E number colorings, then I just have a massive flare up. Which do you? I, yeah. It's so, really do you have to weird. watch yourself with
1: loads of foods?
0: Yeah, I've got to be careful because certain things they add the color to make it look more orange or right. cheesy or something. <laughs> okay. It's really
1: bizarre. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, you know what you're looking for and you just have to be careful, right? Yes. Oh, my God. What's it? I love what's it? <laughs> I just, I don't, it's not like my uh, food of choice, but my kid loves what's it? And so, like, if I make her a sandwich, then I just like, give her some what's it sometime. I
0: thought you were going to say like
1: a what's it sandwich no no not a what's it sandwich although she would probably love a what's it sandwich uh, no but I, and then um, I'm forever sneaking her food so like I might treat myself to some what's it sorry I don't Do want like to rub it in because you can't have what's it me, one I don't, for you. It's, it's very much like that actually um, what's it I can't say that you're missing out massively okay
0: that's so good. yeah
1: I think you're right I mean um, there's plenty of other crisps right
0: Plenty of crisps in the sea.
1: Exactly. Should you wish to have something else, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what's it, and so what's going to be your drink choice?
0: Sambuca.
1: Yeah, Sambuca.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> right. So, okay. when I was a little bit younger, um, I was at a gig. I think it was Nine Black Alps, actually. Cool. Um, nice gig. I know. So, like, what's going I actually read an article the other day about how one of them has shunned alive to be a farmer or something oh
1: interesting yeah okay.
0: slightly odd it sounds like it's the story to pop star never stop never stopping So that yes. happens to one of them in that film with lonely island um yeah so i just had a night where we went pretty on it it was around the time i was 18 so i could start drinking legally and everyone's like oh i have these shots so i had sambuca hmm. One of the worst nights of my life when I got home, I was so sick. Oh, it was no. awful. Then I had this horrendous heartburn as well. And then my mum was like, okay, um, go and have some Gaviscon. <laughs> Yeah. The Gaviscon was aniseed flavoured. Oh, God. And it just made me really, really sick. It's me feel sick
1: thinking about so it. So bad. Yeah.
0: And it's put me off anything aniseed for the rest of my life. I just... Every time I eat something, if I'm feeling a little off or mm. not too great, and someone comes near me with something that smells like aniseed, it's just like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Can't yeah, go near okay, it. yeah. Plus, I think it makes people angry junks.
1: Okay. Yeah. What Sambuca does? Yeah. Wow. I
0: think people get a bit leery when they've had a couple of shots, especially when it's black Sambuca.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. In particular?
0: Yeah. I've seen people who have one shot of Sambuca and they're like, gone. Really? Turn, it's Jekyll and Hyde really as someone. Really? turns into
1: an animal? Yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: But it's just, it's pretty rank, isn't it? It is, just, it is
1: gross, yeah. It is. I mean...
0: Why do we drink it? I don't
1: know. It's, I, I think it's kind of like this thing. It just like... Um, It's like almost like a bravado thing, I think. Yeah. Like when you're out and it's like, oh, let's do a shot because it's like shots are made to sound like something that's really fun Mm because you're like, oh, shot, doing shots is like in films and Mm -hmm. like in songs or whatever, and you're like doing shots is like a fun thing, but actually it's disgusting. But um, Sambuca in particular, do you think that was definitely the only reason you were sick on your 18th birthday?
0: (laughs) Possibly. I think that's what tipped me over the edge. Okay. I really do. I think I was doing fine before Mm. that. And seeing some people around me were drinking snakebite and black, you know, I wasn't doing that. I was sticking to the beers. Okay. And then this came in, everyone's like, oh, shots. And they were trying to set them on fire at this venue. And I think also I probably got quite dehydrated, sort Mm. of rocking out to a band that's on stage and... Oh, it's just bad.
1: Yeah, okay. So many, it's
0: like PTSD. Have you had of a, it?
1: Have you had a sambuka since? No. no, no. Just you managed to avoid it. Yeah, that's amazing. I
0: know. Uh, how I'm quite you, impressed. Yeah, with that.
1: that's that's great. I um I was at a gig not too long ago, and uh, it was a long queue at the bar. But my mm. friend went, and I was watching the band, and we were sort of taking turns, and. Uh, he came back and he was like, oh, I was waiting for so long. I got us pints and Sambucas. And I was like, oh.
0: Of all the shots that are out there. But like,
1: because he was like really struggling to hold these two pints and these two <laughs> shots, right, because he's tra- carrying them on his own. He passed it to me and we just got it both all over our hands and we were sort of in the crowd. Oh, so you didn't want to go to the toilet just to wash your hands. So you just got stinky sambuka all over your hands the whole time. Um, okay, it's Sambuca. It's lethal, it is well. lethal. Yeah. And
0: if I'm already with people I hate on a desert island, do not give me sambuka and then I'll be getting Larry, and then puking yeah. and just be crying in a ball in the corner just going, why? Yeah. This is the worst
1: thing ever. Sambuca. Um, great. Thank you very much, Rorina. Fortunately for you, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and Why?
0: So the film I've done, because I know it's really going to rile people up, and I've chosen Grease.
1: Grease, wow. Massively popular, <laughs> one of the most popular films, uh, cult films of all time. Can you say cult?
0: I don't know. It Was it critically acclaimed at the time it came I out? I don't I have think have no it idea. Was.
1: So is it cult? I don't
0: know. I don't know. Okay. Um, but it's got a massive following, mm. and every school disco had all the tunes. Yes. Like, go Grease Lightning, all that. and But as a child, I really hated it. And I think part of the reason was because at the end, I just couldn't wrap my head around why she changed Mm. so he would like her. Mm. And that was me as a kid thinking that. And the older I've got, the more I'm thinking how damaging that is. I'm like, why have they done this? Like, she's suddenly pretty much stitched into this. yes spandex suit thing mm. and suddenly she's now like the hottest thing you know tell me about it Stunned. he's like weak at the knees. Oh she was fine as she was. Yes. Olivia Newton-John why are you doing this role?
1: No you're right it could be damaging. It's it's really bad to think you've got to change to get the person that you're interested It's
0: like in. oh let's go all slutty and pretend we're a slut and then he's going to finally want to be with me.
1: Oh, my God, I never thought about that before.
0: Isn't it? It's so so true. I just really don't like it. Plus, I think those songs would get tiring over and over again if I had to keep hearing them. You know, a lot of it's just syllables of them just being like, bob do wop wop or whatever okay. all the way through yeah.
1: yeah i think it probably would
0: and it's, it's john got... travolta's a weird one isn't he yeah you know i don't really want to have to be stuck watching someone who's involved in scientology for the rest <laughs>
1: yeah. of my days yeah. on
0: an island somewhere
1: that's a good point yeah, if you yeah. Are. yeah you okay slightly odd greasy it's weird people do get obsessed with it don't they yeah it's like I I would say actually, yeah, it probably is cult because they hold those nights and people can go and get
0: sing along nights,
1: sing along nights and stuff like that. Yeah. But
0: I just I don't feel it's a time we should really be harking back to, like, oh, isn't it great that guys were seen as this and all sort of macho, and then the women were either really ditzy and innocent if they wanted to be seen as one thing or they'd have to be really slutty. And that seems like the message from the film to me. Mm. To be like, by guys. You're sort of, what is it? Um, a whore in the bedroom and a goddess in the kitchen or something like that. My, like, okay, oh. okay. okay As a child, I saw this and I didn't get it, so... I think it's really bad that people are still showing it to children.
1: Good work. Picking up on that at a young age, wow. Um, there's a weird bit at the end where they fly off in I a know, car.
0: where people have implied that they died. Yeah. They said that they died in a car crash and this was all just a dream from being in limbo. I was like, well, that's a bit deep.
1: It is deep, isn't it? Well, I don't know how else you would explain it, otherwise completely straight film. Yeah. Right?
0: I don't know why. Why do people do this? Why? It's like when people put... Rhinestones on denim jackets. It's like it was. It was fine. It wasn't great, <laughs> yeah. but you've just made it so much worse.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Greece is the rhinestone on a denim jacket. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Film Greece. Anything else on Greece before we put on the island?
0: No. Apart from the fact it's also very white, isn't oh, it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a bit like oh, really whitewashing history it, a little bit in America. Ah. making it sort of like, oh, we're all lovely and charming when we're white in the country. Okay, you know? right, okay, yeah, so yes. I, I find that a bit hard to watch now. Not, but obviously you have to look at the context of the time.
1: Mm, not particularly forward thinking, yeah. though. Okay, Greece. And what's going to be a song choice?
0: Blurred Lines.
1: Blurred Lines, oh. okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Blurred Lines, where do I start? Well, it was played so much, Mm. which just made it the worst thing ever, just Mm. having to hear it all the time. And it was whilst I was going through university, so you could just hear it being blasted through people's windows all the time. I even had a tutor who was like, oh, no one's really responding today in the lecture, so I'm going to put on some music. We get up and shake it out. And they put on the video for Blurred Lines. That's weird. Which is just really bizarre. So I was like, I don't really want to get up and dance this. I got, she then tried to make me say why, which is like, well, I shouldn't have to explain my reasoning for this. But anyway, and it's just when you read through the lyrics, Mm. they are just really creepy. And then when you learn more about sort of Robin Thicke and what he's been up to, he's a bit of a slime ball, isn't he's he? He's yeah. So he's there thinking he's like the best thing ever in his aviator shades and has people topless, all these models that are all really skimpy, just dancing around with no clothes on, whilst they sing about you know you want it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, no. No, yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't be in a position where we're discussing like, blurred lines when it comes to consent really yeah for and sure. they also ripped off marvin gay
1: yes they did they'd got in trouble for that yeah. right okay so they had
0: to pay out for it so it's not well, that's even some
1: in... come up in some in some exactly. way right? exactly yeah. so it's
0: not even a good original song in the first place it's just a ripped off song mm. that's got really suspicious lyrics yeah really bad i read through them again the other day i was like that's really not good and I'm like, Pharrell, you can do better, mate. What's he doing singing along it's true. to thick thick with that?
1: Do you think that he didn't really pay any attention to the content of the song, or do you think he just didn't?
0: No, I think he will have, because he's someone who's very involved in songwriting processes, mm. so I think he knew.
1: Really? Yeah. That's a shame.
0: Well, he was in the video. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know, him. yes.
1: I mean, the... um the the content is just ridiculous and how that passed. I mean, it's fairly recent, yeah. isn't it, in the past few years?
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing. I remember my um, husband, who's in a band called The Subways, they wanted to make a video that showed... It was one of their first ever videos, actually, for their song Oh Yeah. They wanted a lamp falling off and on some electrical wires and the lights go out. And they were told that it was dangerous to show that happening. They had to just imply... That, that was happening and then when you look at these kind of music videos now or Lady Gaga where she's just got a strip of police tape over her yeah okay you know like what is the rule here mm. why is that seen as dangerous but then having slightly weird lyrics about consent not
1: with naked women
0: yeah dancing around. around
1: yeah okay and you're right, he is a slime ball. He
0: is, and you
1: can just see it; it oozes from him.
0: And what, what was it? He like wrote a song that was dedicated to his ex-wife, and it was just oh, it was so cringe. Is I it? Just go back under the rock you came from.
1: Oh. And, like, I didn't know of him before or after. Well, I've heard a lot about him after, actually. But beforehand, like, had he been involved in any music or...?
0: Not that I know of. I think he just sort of appeared out of nowhere. But because he had names like Pharrell in it, they gave him the time and people thought it was catchy. And it just wasn't, though. I don't think it was actually... I wouldn't really find myself bopping along to it. Even, you know, when sometimes you don't like a song, but you still sort of tap your knee to it. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. That'd be frustrating to listen to for the rest of your life. And yes. all of these things going through your mind, right? Yes. Okay, blurred lines. Um, and finally, Rowena, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which <laughs> animal is it and why?
0: This was really hard for me to do because I'm a huge animal lover. Okay. Um, I have two rescue dogs at home and I've had cats before and quite a few pets. But we once adopted two Persian cats.
1: Persian cats, Okay.
0: And they are assholes. Are they? They are satanic. Really? Yeah, I had this really soppy old golden retriever, I don't have her anymore, called Daisy. One of the most gentle and loving creatures you could ever have. And we rescued these cats from someone uh, because he was having to get rid of them for moving or he was going to work abroad or something. We're like, oh yeah, we'll take them on. You know, I think it was someone my mum used to work with. And as soon as we got them out, they went and hid under the bed upstairs and then they started venturing down and then they went for my dog. (gasps) They then, my sister ran out into this porch we had but didn't want to open the door. They then came for me and came for like my eyes and my throat. I kid you not. No way. I kid you not. These things that look really fluffy and kind of adorable, they're monsters. I had to climb out of my lounge window to get out out into my front door and hide in the porch with my sister until my mum got back so that we could see what we were going to do with these little monsters we had in the house. So Persian cats.
1: How long did you keep them for?
0: I think it was like they went that week where they went back to oh, the okay. so you did, We didn't yeah. keep them because we just couldn't risk it with the dog and the to fact that they were going for us as well. That were going for eyes and throats. It was really scary. It ran up to me. It was like a gremlin uh. or from one of these horror films and came up the sofa to attack me and I just think that they are they're pretentious and they're smug and Mm. they're arseholes
1: did they work together?
0: Uh, one of them I think was the ringleader okay right and (laughs) the other one
1: just sort of followed on yeah they teamed up okay
0: one went for the dog one went for me
1: are they notoriously like that Persian cats?
0: I have no idea but my experience of them is that they are so horrible.
1: And if you had to deal with that that'd be awful, yeah. wouldn't it? Persian cats are and you struggled to pick an animal.
0: I still haven't forgiven my sister either for <laughs> locking me out <laughs> oh. with uh she was in that porch way with the dog whilst I had these Persian cats on climbing <laughs> I trying to go. attack
1: you Yeah, oh I can't
0: God. I can't have Persian cats.
1: Okay, Persian cats is going to be your choice. Thank you so much for coming in. No,
0: thank you for having me. It's been great fun.
1: rowena uh if people want to hear you where can they hear you?
0: Uh, You can hear me on BBC Three Counties Radio on Fridays at 6 for the Showbiz Hour or Hoxton Radio on Thursdays for a movie show I do or Boogaloo Radio on Wednesdays for a music show.
1: Okay, busy, busy. Yeah. And if people want to follow you on social media, where can they find you?
0: I'm at Rowena with five A's and I always have to explain this. It's because when I first joined Twitter about nine years ago, I actually had an anniversary thing come up the other day, which was really sad from Twitter. (laughs) Um, someone had taken Rowena, so I just held down the A button and it stuck. So now I'm Rowena with five A's Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. on Twitter and also Instagram. I'm Alice.
1: Beautiful. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you.